Welcome to episode five of Ryan's Reviews. Here we go. Green Lights is going to be the book that we are talking about this week, the new Matthew McConaughey memoir. I'm also briefly going to be talking about the new U.S. history book that I've been reading, These Trues by Jill Lepore. It is 800 pages long. I've only got through the first hundred or so. I'm hoping to review that next week. I'll also be talking about, uh, I'm reading the first volume of the Nightfall storyline of Batman. This is the famous storyline in which Batman's back is broken by Bane. It's the basis of the Dark Knight Rises movie. So I'll be reviewing the first volume of that. There are, Like I said, there are three, so I will be reviewing the other ones at some point. So far, very good. Um, I will also be talking about three movies today, An Education, Velvet Goldmine, and A Star is Born. All right, Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey's new book. Never did I think that I would be reading a book by Matthew McConaughey, but here we are. Um, he tells a lot of stories in this, starting from his early childhood all the way until modern day. Sometimes these stories are funny, sometimes they're a little unbelievable, and sometimes they're a little bit sad. And what he's trying to do is take some of those sadder moments in his life and trying to say how they became a positive later on. Um, so it's a little self-helpy. It does focus more on the memoir aspect. And for that, I enjoyed the book. Um, when it gets into a little bit of the self-help territory, just a little bit, that's where it lost me a little. Some of the stories in the book I didn't think were that great or needed to be in there. Some of them, yeah, like I said, were a little unbelievable. And I was just going to do that really happened. Um, but I, I guess it did. I guess I'll just take him for his word. There's lots of classic McConaughey lines. Uh, if you are a fan of his movies, I think you will enjoy this. If you're not a big fan of his, um, I don't know how much you'll get out of this. Because again, if you don't really care about Matthew McConaughey, um, learning any anything about his life or who he is, um, yeah, this is not the book for you. Um, but the, re the main reason that I checked this out was I was hoping to get some insights into his career shift when he was starring in so many romantic comedies and when he decided to just say, nope, I'm not going to be in any more of those. And he shifted to be in more dramatic roles. And that's the part of his career that I really appreciate. His, it was the year 2014 was his reconnaissance in his own words. Um, but that was Mud, Dallas Buyers Club, True Detective. And he won the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. And True Detective is probably, if I had to say the best season of television of the last decade, I think I would say True Detective. So if you haven't seen those, make sure you check them out. Interstellar, Christopher Nolan movie also came out that year. I think that movie has a lot of issues, um, but Matthew McConaughey does a pretty good job with it. After reading the book, I will say that I do want to rewatch Dazed and Confused a Richard Linklater film, one of his early ones, and that's actually Matthew McConaughey's first role. Um, there's, a, there's a story in the book about how his dad passed away in the first week of filming this movie. And I remember watching it in college and not really appreciating it, not liking it very much. Um, but I'm hoping to check that out in the next couple of weeks, maybe talk about it here on the podcast. And I know I'm talking about Green Lights and Matthew McConaughey, but if you have not seen the Before trilogy um, that Richard Linklater did, the director of Dazed and Confused, make sure to check those out. Um, I think they are some of the best romantic movies of all time and some of my personal favorites. 
And now on to what else I have been reading. So I've taken it upon myself to read the largest book and the largest comic book that I could possibly find. Uh, that wasn't intentional, but yeah, I'm in a little trouble for next week. We'll see if I can get these done. But uh, I'm reading an 800-page U.S. history book called These Truths. Um, it was recommended on uh, NPR, so I'm reading through that. The reason that I wanted to get into that book is I know a lot of U.S. history already, um, but I was interested in, after reading the President's book that I reviewed on the podcast a few weeks ago, I wanted to know a little bit more about these historical events, hoping that the book gives me some details that maybe I wouldn't get elsewhere. We'll see. So far, I'm stuck in the colonization of North and South America. Um, I have not yet gotten to uh, the formation of the United States and all the events thereafter. Um, I did read 1491 earlier this year, and I have to say that this book covers a lot of the ground that that book did. So yeah, I'm kind of just trying to get through the beginning of it, hoping to get to the 1700s, the 18th century, and then from there, uh, get some new information. But again, I still have about 700 pages to go in this book before next Saturday. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm hoping that I finish it, but if I do not, I will review the part um, of the book that I did read. So far, um, just 100 pages in, the writing is very, very good. I am enjoying what I'm reading, even though pretty much all of it I know already. Um, but yeah, I'll let you know how the next 700 pages are and hopefully do a full review next Saturday. Okay, so that I was reading the largest book and the largest comic book that I could possibly find. The comic that I'm reading is, so it's the Nightfall storyline of Batman. It's separated into three huge volumes, three huge books. Um, it's over a thousand pages, but again, comics go quite quickly. I should be able to get this done before next Saturday. Um, so far, very much enjoying it. It talks about Bane's origins and then kind of his fight, his crusade against Batman. And this is the storyline that makes the movie The Dark Knight Rises. So that's why I wanted to read this one. I already read The Long Halloween, which had a lot of the characters in that um, were in Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. So now I'm reading the comic that focuses on Bane's character. Um, it's very, very famous for Bane breaking Batman's back, um, just like he does in the movie. So... Um, hoping to finish that, like I said, by next Saturday. So far, very, very good. Very dark. Lots of interesting villains. Very interesting look into Bruce Wayne's character. Towards the beginning, he's getting very kind of uh, emotionally and physically drained, which is somewhat similar to some things that happen in the movies as well. So I'll hopefully be reviewing these truths in Nightfall Volume 1 next Saturday. Movie time. Here we go. In the intro, I said we we're going to be talking about three movies today. Velvet Goldmine, An Education, and A Star is Born. I'm going to start off with Velvet Goldmine, a movie that I didn't find myself super interested in. I was actually very tired again watching this movie. Maybe that was the Chipotle I ate during the first 10 minutes of this, or maybe it just is the fact that there wasn't a whole lot going on that was very engrossing. Um, my girlfriend and I decided to watch this movie because of the cast. You have Christian Bale, you have Ewan McGregor, you have Tony Collette, and Eddie Izzard, of all people, uh, are in this movie. And they do a really, really good job. But 
the movie itself, the storyline focuses on this glam rock star who fakes his own death. And Christian Bale is a, a big fan of his and also a news reporter and decides to track him down. Uh, it kind of shifts between two storylines, like Christian Bale's early life and Christian Bale later as he's trying to track him down. Um, but I couldn't find myself relating to the characters in any way. I wonder why, if it's about glam rock stars um, and news reporters. But I just couldn't, yeah, there was nothing with these characters that I could connect with. And a lot of it is just very confusing the way it was filmed. Um, and I did not get a whole lot out of it. I would not recommend watching Velvet Goldmine. I think it's sitting somewhere close to 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was like 57 Um and that seems like a pretty fair spot. I don't think it's an awful movie. Some of the way that the performances are filmed, like I said, the acting is pretty decent. Um, but for the most part, yeah, this was a pretty disappointing movie for me. Nowhere close to being as bad as Aquaman. That'll be the last time I mention it. Check out last week's pod if you haven't, where I rant for five minutes about how much I disliked Aquaman. The next movie that I watched was An Education, starring Carrie Mulligan as Jenny, this sheltered high schooler um, who's trying her best to get into Oxford. Uh, her dad, played by Alfred Molina, is pushing her very, very hard, making it seem like it's the only important thing in the world. And what ends up happening is Jenny meets David, uh, a much older man, played by Peter Sarsgaard, and they start a romantic relationship and you can kind of guess where this movie goes from there obviously jenny kind of st stops caring so much about school and is more focused on the relationship and hanging out with david and his friends and there's lots of drama in the relationships between jenny and her parents jenny and david jenny and david's friends but the problem with this is I don't think this movie adds anything new to the coming-of-age genre or the romantic genre. I think it just, I don't know. It, it, it's, again, it's pretty formulaic. It's pretty predictable. There's not a lot to say here. Um, the direction, the cinematography, the acting are all excellent. But if the script is not very good and the things that are happening on the screen are not very interesting... I don't know how viewers are expected to enjoy this film. Um, I, after watching it, I felt pretty uncomfortable <laughs> in a, at a lot of points during this movie. And then by the end of it, I was just going, okay, I've seen this before. So if you want to check out an education and you really want to see a good showcase of great acting, um, good direction, I think this movie has some things for you. But if you're looking for a compelling storyline, which is something that every movie should have, this does not have it. The next movie I'm going to talk about has all of those things, and that is A Star is Born. A Star is Born was my favorite movie of 2018. I wanted to rewatch it this week and read the script afterwards to see if I still thought it was this great movie, and I have to say that it is. Uh, things that this movie does well, the music, uh, the performances, the script, the direction. It's Bradley Cooper's first movie that he ever directed and I think still his only one. He does an amazing job. Um, the storyline focuses on this alcoholic singer, um, something that's been done with music movies over and over and over again. 
But Bradley Cooper and the team that wrote the script managed to find a way to breathe some new life into this genre. And there's things that happen in this movie that do not happen in movies like it. Um, and I think even if it was a little more formulaic, I think it would still work because Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga do such an incredible job with this. Um, you believe their characters. Um, you believe that these could be real people. They do, again, an incredible job. Um, the performances, the music performances in this movie are a major reason to watch it. There's at least five or six of them in this. Um, and it's great. It, Bradley Cooper learned how to play guitar for this movie. Um, and he does a surprisingly great job singing as well. Um, I know Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper performed a lot of the songs after this movie came out. They performed at the Oscars and some of her concerts. Wow. Really, really good. It also has Sam Elliott in it. Sam Elliott for the win. If you don't like Sam Elliott, I don't you something. I can't help you. I can't help you. Amazing voice. Great actor. He's not in it for as long as I would hope. Um, but does a great job with his role. And he was up for best supporting actor because of it. Um, there are a couple, there's a cameo in this movie that does not work for me at all. And it really kind of takes me out of the movie. Um, but apart from that, I think a star is born is very, very close to a perfect film. Um, it is very, very good. Um, the last, my favorite movies of the last couple of years have actually been a star is born in La La Land. And they share that, that love of music and that music with film. I think they do it in a really good way. La La Land is obviously a musical where A Star is Born is just about musicians. Um, but both of those movies, I think, are check worth checking out. If for some reason you haven't seen A Star is Born, it was my favorite movie of 2018. Maybe the best movie of the year. So make sure to check it out. Okay, guys, that's a wrap for this week. Um, next week, like I said, I'm going to be talking about that U.S. history book I'm reading. I'm going to also be talking about Nightfall Volume 1. I do not know which movies I'm going to be checking out yet, except I'm leaning towards uh, renting this movie called Jungle Land, which is all about uh, bare-knuckle boxing, but it looks interesting in terms of dramatic elements. So I know bare-knuckle boxing might not sound so appealing to some of you guys, but um, the story looks interesting. The reviews are not so great so far, um, but I really like the two actors that are in it. So I'm going to check that one out, I think. And then, yeah, we'll see what other movies I check out later in the week. But I will be back Saturday, guys. One o'clock, as always, for Ryan's reviews. Thanks for tuning in this week, and I'll catch you guys then.